Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're going to announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world-class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for blank, fill in the blank for whatever you do. And, you know, our mission is to really create world-class sales girls that can walk into a room and have in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the Sales Girl Summit is for you. So June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center, I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker um, than what most people are probably anticipating. So um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've, I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends. And I think that is so incredibly fun, um, but they don't have their tickets yet. So I cannot recommend, like I said, enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP and then definitely, definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see you there. We're going to have so much fun and do our sales girl thing. We have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the School of Sales podcast. You are in the studio with Macy Live. and Kat. Yes, I'm excited about today's message. And I'm really excited specifically to know who this resonates with. We have been reflecting so much. and I'm excited for Kat to kind of tease out and talk through what we've been reflecting. You are watching real time our message continuously be refined and continuously unfold um, and continuously change and evolve. We just finished our Q3 meeting and I kind of found some notes from like 2021 and 2020. And it was just like, wow, we really have been refining what we do over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, and it'll never stop. And so mm -hmm. this is what we're doing like real time. You're kind of getting a pull behind the curtain of us teasing something out and testing the market. We talk a lot about going to market to see what the market says. And that's exactly what this podcast is. You are the market and we want to know exactly what resonates with you. So please, please, please do us a huge favor and just send us a voice memo. Like go to our Instagram at the guide culture after you listen to this and say, Hey, here's what I really connected with. And also this did not connect with me or none of it connected with me. Like just your feedback is the most valuable thing in this world. And we don't take it for granted when you do that. So 
let's do it. Yeah. So we have a webinar coming up in uh, on July 17th. And the webinar is how making money can be a byproduct of your life without feeling gross. And this process of us developing this message and really getting it as perfect as possible for July 17th, we have been in reflection mode, which doesn't happen a ton. Mm-hmm. But something I've been reflecting on a lot is my my past as a uh, as a former student at one time and how I entered into entrepreneurship and how that worked. And what I think is very interesting is that in life, the natural byproduct of hard work almost always means you get the good grade. It means your teacher likes you. It means you get the certification, Mm -hmm. you get the degree, you get the internship, you get the job interview in almost every facet Mm -hmm. of life. You get to start, Mm -hmm. you know, on the field, you, you get something recognized you get some sort of status or reward for your hard work it's the natural byproduct of going to practice doing your best and what i love about the guide culture community is how hard working people are oh yeah and they value that level of achievement mm-hmm. um they want to be they i know what i look back at my life i'm like yeah i mean from the time i was in like ninth grade I got some award for the highest grade in the class and when I didn't used to be smart. And then I got, you know, into mm-hmm. college and then I got a 4.0 and then I got into UGA. I think and about all um, stuff. how like the end of the year banquets. Yeah. Like the coaches award. I know I got the coaches award, which was basically like I was there on time every single day and stayed late. And I think my husband also got like his coaches award. He stayed steady. So some sort of level of performance equaled rec- recognition mm-hmm. almost always. <laughs> hundred percent. And throughout our entire schooling, like the school system really sets you up. Hard work pays off. Hard work pays off. And it's such a inspiring message that works out mm-hmm. for most of your life. Yeah. And I know what I found, even after all these different evidences of success that created an identity of I'm a successful person, I pretty much get what I want because I work so hard for it. When entrepreneurship happened, when selling started becoming part of my life, all of a sudden I could only get so far. I could only, you know, get into, you know, conversations with this many people that would turn into something productive. Mm -hmm. And even if it did, which felt really good at first, because hello, selling, there's nothing like the recognition that you feel in, you know, in your own body from making a sale, it nothing like grew. Whereas when you are in school, like you just keep elevating. Mm-hmm. Oh, the next degree, the next degree, the next certification, the next thing. But in business, you kind of have to get promotions. Or if you're in network marketing, then you can like rank up. You know, people love that. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I think when people leave the kind of scholastic, academic, job promoting world into business, there's a completely different playbook Mm. that people are playing by and I know for me it made me question my literal identity Mm -hmm. it's like wait I don't even recognize this version of me this version of me I don't lay on the couch but all of a sudden I'm so insecure that I'm like laying on the couch and it's even more difficult because when you're going through school and you're getting those uh that recognition people will say things to you like man you you have what it takes Oh yeah. My you know, gosh. you're, you're going to kill it in life. Whatever you do, you're going to, you're going to kill it. And you really believe that. I know I definitely did. hundred percent. Like you have the it factor. And I know you've told me stories of you've had like onboarding calls with leaders and they're like, oh my gosh, like you are going to kill this. Right. Yeah. So kind of 
going back to the coaches award, you're at all yeah. the things. And I remember when starting business, I would go to all these things, events, yeah. whether I had to fly or drive, I would just do go, it all. I would go out of my way and stay up late. Da, da, da. And people did, oh, you're gonna be just fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're gonna be just fine. And I'd say, you have no idea what you're talking about because I'm not doing it. Like the fa- this facade of like, I'm excited to be here mm-hmm. and I'm hopeful is not translating into, into results. the traction and growth that I've literally always experienced until now. Yeah. And I know sometimes it can be almost like, like the facade that we put on. Like, mm-hmm. well, I want to get pictures taken. I want to show people that like, I feel worthy of being legit. Yeah. So I'm going to put on, I'm going to get the website. I'm going to do all the things so that somehow people see me as how I want to see me, mm. but it just doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. It just doesn't work that way in business. There um, is a reality where in the form, kind of that former life, hard work mm-hmm. leads to a natural byproduct of results. Mm-hmm. But in business, business demands value. There That's is right. no check marks. There is no A for effort at all. That was one of the biggest lessons I learned was that there is no A for effort. Effort does not matter. Value matters. That's right. And there's a very unique, and it's very simple. There's Mm -hmm. a very simple way to do it, but it's nothing that we've been taught in school or in any, like any job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what's so interesting about this, like what what we're kind of describing is a high achieving woman Mm -hmm. is someone who really enjoys the recognition. Listen, I will be the first to tell you, I love the status of being the best. And, you know, when you're an entrepreneur too, it's like you have to sell and also um, deliver. And like what you're saying is like, it demands value, right? The value that you deliver has got to be top notch. And when you're winning at the game of like your value, your offer, your expertise, that feels so good. And it feels like you're winning. It feels like you're making traction. Like if you are a like copywriter and you go and get more certifications or more, like you go get a degree in English to be able to be a better copywriter. You're like, yes, I received recognition. I received something that says that I'm good at what I do. And so you keep wanting to do that lane. Like you still keep wanting to nurture that part of your business, but the part that doesn't feel like you're winning, the selling part, the business part, you just want to like shake your hands off and say, you know what? I'm going to let my value do the talking, my credentials do the talking, um, because I don't want to be in a game that I'm not winning in. Right. I have definitely felt that too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to play who, do, who wants to play a game that they're not good at. It's, it's really, absolutely it's nobody. really discouraging. Yeah. It's so discouraging. And, and I, what I love, you've talked about Kat, you're like, this is not me. Yeah. I'm not, this is not Catherine Schubert, like the identity crisis. And I, I feel like you've talked about just like what a kind of slump you fell into because you didn't recognize yourself. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I never would you have caught me on the couch for any other reason than a good HGTV show was on. Yeah. But once I just could not deliver on my own desires to succeed mm. in business was so depressing. Yeah. And I would pull myself out every once in a while to go to the event, to do the thing. I mean, I bought a $500 camera and I yeah. could not wait to go on my family trip to Mexico so that I could take pictures. The in, in the lazy river. Yeah. Like how, honestly, how weird is that? <laughs> but I was like, I want people to know that I freaking care about this. Yeah. And I want them to know that like, I'm the one that they should buy from. Yeah. But the problem is that it's so ironic because this is all before I became a sales girl. Mm-hmm. And then I became a sales girl. So the former me was, 
I'm going to take pictures of Mexico if I have to. I will go to the event and I will stay there for 24 hours. I will, you know, be on the rooftop party with everybody just to show like I am the one that you can trust because I care. What happened was when I became a sales girl, I started like selling in a bathrobe. I'm not, I'm not proud of that. But what I am saying is that I was just like a new mom at the time Mm -hmm. who, who realized that it wasn't about the facade. It wasn't about proving I was legit in this lane. It was about, I care about you so much. I actually know how to communicate value. And I ended up saving so much energy. Wow. Oh, I can actually win with like my brain to their brain, my heart to their heart. This isn't about what they see in me. It's about what they feel for themselves. And honestly, I can't believe how much I was making it about me. Mm. But then what's crazy is when it became about them, that's when the traction happened. That's when the results happened. And I know it sounds so simple, like, oh, so I just make everything about them. Yes, you can. And I was actually just talking about uh, with a new uh, sales girl. She just graduated school of sales, Kelly. She's like, you know, I've heard y'all say like, okay, shifted to be about them, shifted to be about them. And now she's like, I don't even recognize the person I was. I've consumed all y'all's content for like four years. Oh, yeah. She's like, you, like, I'm unstoppable. I don't even recognize this version of me. And it's because there is a different way of gaining traction mm. when you can go from just being like a high achiever who wants to be in the top 100 or, you know, you want to be in the business luncheon or you want to be walk across the stage. There's a difference in like wanting that and knowing that literally no one can stop you from like where you want to go. And mm. it's all a result of you serving more people. Uh, so you really go from high achieving to high producing. Mm-hmm. You're not just going for like the quick hit that actually exhausts you and yeah. drains everything from you where you're like beaten into the ground. You can actually be a well-rounded, happy, healthy, high performer. That's right. Or a high producer. Yeah. And that's what we think sales girls are. Yeah, man. That's just like the coolest thing because you know, what we always say is when you, when you become a sales girl, you don't necessarily change what you do, you change how you do it. And that example of the camera on the beach versus you in the bathrobe, you were doing the same things. You were like posting, you wanted to create content. You just changed how you did it. Mm -hmm. One how was the projection that you had, you were legit. Mm -hmm. The other how was like just being legit and showing up that way. Because it's so crazy. Because it's like when someone's like, I want to look legit, what ends up happening is people might be drawn to you and they want to buy from you, but then they go through your sales conversation and then they realize how non-legit you are we have people all the time that are like i only want to buy from school of sales graduates because i know it's going to be enjoyable for everyone the process not only buying from them but then also in their container because they just are legit they don't have to prove anything it's just who they are and that is a perfect demonstration of what we mean when we say you don't change what you do you still decide to create content if that's the path you want to choose she just changed how she did it 100 percent. that's crazy and for the record, the bathrobe is because I was selling skincare and I was washing my face at nighttime. So I was wearing a bathrobe for a good reason. It but I remember sense. literally not questioning it. Yeah. It's like, this is me. I have something to say. Mm-hmm. I it's like This is who I am. And so this is what's crazy. The certainty mm. that you go from kind of being uncertain and like, well, what do I need to project so that people see in me what they need to see so that I can be validated that I'm legit you go from that to, I know Mm. who I am. I know what I have to deliver. So let me show them Mm -hmm. what that is. And that certainty alone can only come from being sold and being sold can only come from selling. So only when you have proper sales skills, can you even be sold and carry that certainty that makes you a sales girl, man. That's so good. Well, you know, I was looking in the dictionary. (laughs) Tell me 
And I love synonyms. Anyone, get the dictionary app up on your MacBook or whatever. And the synonym for certain is persuaded. No way. Yes. So to be persuaded, to be convinced, to be convicted, it's all the same thing. Yeah. You can carry. So you're saying you were persuaded about yourself you were sold on yourself yeah but only because i was selling to other people exactly i wasn't like Catherine's so great I, no I, in fact that's what i used to think was like well i'm i'm so great why is this not working if i'm so smart why can't i sell more if i'm mm-hmm. so smart why am i selling 200 dollars worth of stuff this mm-hmm. is ridiculous or why am i killing myself to only sell 600 dollars worth of stuff you know mm-hmm. this is crazy but i was willing to do it because i'm a hard worker i'm mm-hmm. a high achiever i get things for my results but it was always just like bottom of the barrel like come on and I know a lot of people who are you know kind of just entering sales girl world they're ahead of where I was thankfully and so they can launch even farther into Mm -hmm. you know the top tens of their company and things like that but for me it was just it was always questioning like why is it not working out for me Mm -hmm. and now it shifts into well the more other people win then that's when yep yeah, but it, all, it can only come from selling to someone else. Yep. Now, I'm curious to know, Kat, once you became a sales girl, did the like achievement still weigh as heavy for you? It was, it like made sense. It was so fun too. It was so fun and it was still hard. I wrote about this in Persuade for Good. The, like the work was still hard, but it was finally worth it. Because when you're working hard in business and it's just not growing, it is freaking brutal. It's like getting your teeth punched out in a, in a match. Mm. It's like, I'll fight, but dang. Yeah. Like I'm not winning for nothing. Yeah. Then when you know how to kind of quote fight, play the game, mm. all of a sudden you're like, oh, like winning feels really good. Yeah. I know how to win. Yeah. And it's almost the difference between, I mean, it doesn't feel good to win and not know how you did it. A hundred percent. It feels really good to know how to do it because then you just rinse and repeat. Yeah. Uh, there's one story I feel like I have to tell because I keep thinking it. So when I first was still in my corporate dietitian job, I had just started the network marketing thing because I really wanted to do my own um, life. And I remember it was wintertime, so it got dark really early. I left my job. I went straight to my mother-in-law's house. She was hosting a party for me. She had all her friends over. It was like wine and cheese. It was really sweet. And I got up there, and I talked about the products in front of everybody. I had, like, just started, and, I mean, it was really sweet. And I sold a lot. Did you? But if – and I I remember thinking, like, okay, like, cool, you know. And I never questioned it because I was just early on. I was just Mm -hmm. kind of doing what I felt like I needed to do. But looking back, I'm like, if – if the, and then gosh, all those people I ended up canceling, mm-hmm. right? Because it was like a fun hit. Yeah. And so just going back to, you can do it once, but can you do it again? Can you retain? There's all these layers to selling mm. that make you able to grow. Those growth charts you see on all the sales presentations, that comes from retaining and selling. Yeah. And it's so many layers beyond just, can you get a transaction? So and I did that, not know how to do that. That demonstrates the false legitimacy. It's like you think you're legit and then they come in, they experience and weren't really sold. Right. And then they're like, oh, I actually am not interested. And then it's like almost like a self-sabotage thing. Yeah. And then that's discouraging too because oh, you yeah. don't know. I thought I knew how I won. And then I was like, wait, that's not how you, how win. you win. But I didn't realize it at the time. Sure. I was just like, okay, well, this is just part of it. No big deal. But this is why there was not growth. There yeah. was just stagnation, 
for two years. Mm. And if anyone's used to being a high achiever and you move to the next college, the next degree, the next internship, the next opportunity, you do not like being stagnant. Yeah. Because you think about the school system, it sets you up to always progress. The goalpost is always moved. And I feel like we live in a world that's like, the goalpost is always moving. Stop moving the goalpost. I'm like, what do you mean stop moving the goalpost? Honestly. It's depressing. Like you really should always be wanting to get better. Yeah. Not for the sake of not being like happy with your life, but you can be, I believe sales girls are so joyful in growth. Yeah. And that's just the healthy things grow and growing things change. Mm -hmm. And and it's a joy to move the goalpost Mm -hmm. because when you're a sales girl, it's always about, wow, we get to serve someone on the next level. Mm. we're better. So we get to serve people better. So it's literally not even about me. And it's not about any of us. So I I just would have never known, Oh, this is why it's not sticking. Mm -hmm. And now I know why it didn't stick Mm. and it sucked. And yes, once I finally learned how to win, it was freaking fun. It was so hard, but it was fun. I I feel like I experienced the light turn on and when you're like, Oh, I know how to win. And what I want to explicitly say, like when the lights come on, it's not that you win like with results immediately, but you do like have the grip, the grip on the rope that you can actually pull. Mm -hmm. Like I think about like a sled that you're pulling. Um, and that is so exciting. Mm-hmm. It's like you cannot get out fast enough to do I, it. I told you a story the other day that actually it happened to me, but also happened to one of our coaches, Melissa Rodeball. She had been, she hit the, um, like a really high level in her company. She's a corporate, um, queen also. Mm-hmm. Like she just is really well-rounded and great mom. And, um, she, after becoming a sales girl, she went from like, she had hit like really high levels in her business and all of a sudden, without, I think she has like 750 Instagram followers, people who I had never talked to her came to the top. Yep. And to me, that's how I know. When you yeah. can turn your current audience into people who are rising to the top, mm. that's amazing. And that happened to me. It was like December after I became a sales girl in November. It was with my, one of my first wins with someone from my dietetics class. Very just a normal girl. We weren't even friends, really. She said, oh, I think I need what you're talking about. Wow. And I actually sold to her. Yeah. I actually sold. And to she her. never really talked to you, right? No, about, no, yeah. it wasn't like it was, you know, when there's a pity purchase, yeah. let's all be honest, you know, the French, <laughs> your mother-in-law's house you. was a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you know, when it's not, mm. and that's the moment for me. Wow. Probably a $30 commission. And I said, bet. Okay. I just had an epiphany because what most people say is like, oh, your friends and family first. Yeah. Like talk to them first and it feels like you're winning, yeah. but it, it really is just a pity purchase. Sometimes I would say most of the time. Yeah. I'm sure that there's some that stick and that's amazing. Yeah. Cause I'm sure the product or your yeah. service or whatever you do is great. Mm-hmm. It don't last. It don't. I wrote about this in Persuade for Good. My mom became the, the crowd funder and lead generator of my business. Sweet Linda. I would love to hear if you're listening to this and you have created your own product or your mm-hmm. own service. Maybe it's an Etsy shop. Maybe you're a writer. I would love to hear from you specifically. Um, we know a lot of network marketers and, mm-hmm. th- and that was my history. So I think a lot about, you know, this product or, or whatever. And if you've created your own, I want to know how this hits with you mm-hmm. because I think it is tr- truly just a different game. Oh yeah. Business is, it's a different set of rules where it's not about completion. Yeah. And, and we've learned recently about this concept of convergent thinking versus divergent thinking and yeah. convergent, I want you to picture like a cone mm-hmm. and then divergence, like a flashlight. Like there's 
yeah. a, a spread out. And in school, we're learned convergent. There's one right. right answer. A, B, C, or D. Yeah, there's one right answer. Pick it. And that I see the look on people's face. Like, there's one right way to talk to a client. There's one right way. And there is not. There's a divergent spectrum mm-hmm. of good, better, best, awesome, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. It's a spectrum of a bunch of stuff can, that could work. Mm-hmm. And you can and you can like have a better version of that. But that's what business is. It's yeah. divergent thinking. There's a bunch of right answers. That's overwhelming unless you have the skill to say, oh, good, perfect. I'm going to enter into the door of good and I'm going to elevate to great mm. so that I can get the results. You know how to play the game mm-hmm. because there's a freaking difference between a high school football player yep. and Tom Brady That's or right. high school basketball player and Kobe Bryant. That's it's right. the same game. That's right. One knows how to play yep. and develop. It's freaking right. Wow. And sales girls know how to play the game. And it's freaking not easy. No. Like it's really not. Yeah. But it's fun. And you know how That's to win. That's the difference. When, when it, but like the thing is, is about high achievers is like, we have learned to love the hard work. That's how I am. Like I have always known that some people are really good at science. Some people are really good at math. Some people are good at writing. I'm not the best at science. So I know I need to work harder to p- keep up with Kat, who is good at science. And I'm willing to do that. And I enjoy the hard work, but it pays off. So it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're foreign or a stranger to hard work. It's just like enjoying the hard work because you know it's working. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah. That once you e- exit mm-hmm. the kind of growing up life of school, and all of a sudden you're like dis- disoriented. Is- yeah, yes. But then also what's that like unreinforced? What's the opposite of being reinforced? Like, or negatively reinforced. Yeah. It's like hard work is actually just exhausting yeah. and depressing. Yeah. Instead of, oh, okay, well, I got a yeah. little win from I this got a grade because I know how to do it. Yeah. Well, and when you have skills, it's like- I, I took a next step. Mm-hmm. Even if it was smaller than I wanted it to be, at least I moved forward. Mm-hmm. And that's just not possible without skill. Yeah. So huge. Wow. So this resonated with you. If you like hear this high achieving language, this hard work, this man, like I've always won and I'm not winning for whatever reason. I'm not like people don't get it. If you find that, that you're sitting in a place where you're like, I get it. I know it's the best, but other people just don't. And you don't want to be weird. So you don't push them right? You let them go, but you're, you keep bending your wheels going to the next person, the next person, the next person, the next person. And people just aren't getting in. You're like, I'm smart. Why can't people hear what I'm saying? I'm smart. Why can't they connect with the value that I see? They're crazy. And if you're kind of feeling like you're on the verge of burnout too, Mm -hmm. and you feel like your success story is light years away, and you feel like that there is a breakthrough coming right around the corner, but it just doesn't feel like it's happening anytime soon, but you know, it's just right at the edge. Tell us, please let us know. I know that this episode's coming out on the weekend of the 4th of July. So anytime you listen to it, please send, send us a message, but especially this weekend, we would really, it's a long weekend. We would really, really, really love to hear from you and just get in conversation with you as we do. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you have a great 4th. Happy 4th of July. We'll see you on the next episode. See ya.